Whew, man, I can't believe it's October already. I know. So I got to thinking Halloween costumes, right? Uh-huh. Um, I don't have one yet, but okay. I have an idea, and I think you and I should do a group costume this year. Ooh, like Abba and Costello? I, yeah, yeah, or or, <laughs> or Tom and Jerry. I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> no, no, no. This this will be good. A group costume for you and me, and I, I don't know. I think you might dig it. Okay. All right, let's give it a shot. to another episode of the scary movie ice cream night podcast <gasps> what scary movie ice cream night that's right that's our costume mike and i are going back to our roots back to our former spooky selves in honor of october in honor of halloween this is still the smic super show but we are dressing up as our former podcasting selves i'm one of your co-hosts cole roberts I'm your other co-host, Mike Anderson. And happy October, everybody. Ooh, that gave me like a tingle in my in my lower regions. In the lower like, region, yeah. It <laughs> like surprisingly mostly my butt. Oh but... yeah, well that's natural. <laughs> but you know, it, it, I love that. That felt so natural and so awesome. But it felt like you, you know, like you you try on a new wardrobe and it just doesn't feel like you. And then you try on a pair of old pants that you've had <laughs> for years. That's what you just, they're just comfortable. They know all your curves. Yeah, they know they they support you in all the right ways. That's how it felt. That was. Oh awesome. wow, wow. Well, I mean, are, are we saying that you know um, that the new show is like wearing a pair of uh, skinny jeans, but you're 37? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's 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 trying to dress up. Even though you still want to dress the way you did when you were in your 20s. Because, like, <laughs> I've, I've come to the realization I like to start, I like to wear polos now and nice, you know, slack, slacks and, and shorts. And, like, I want to present myself like I am almost 40 years old. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> but, you know, it, that it's, sounds just fun. Not, it's not as comfortable as, <laughs> as what I used to wear in the old days. Yeah. Well, you know, okay. So let me let me let me say this. Um I love the new show format. I love um the SMIC Super Show for a lot of reasons. Um but you know, we started podcasting you and I uh about 7 years ago and um we started off doing horror movie podcasts. So I I don't know how many people are new here. You might be new, but Mike and I had a show Scary Movie Ice Cream Night where we talked about horror movies and spooky stuff and ghost stories. And and Halloween was always this big shebang where we would do like a weekly episode, which we are going to do for the month of October. But yep. then right around 2018, 
we did a second show. It was called the Saturday Morning Ice Cream Night. And that was all nostalgia, all fun, all, you know, all just like anything from the past is on the table sort of thing. Um, but I think what we've, you know, with this SMIC Super Show, which is why it's called the SM- SMIC Super Show, we're combining basically our legacies together. So Scary Movie, Ice Cream Night to Saturday Morning Ice Cream, SMIC, combine it, SMIC, Super Show. It only felt right that during October, we go back to our roots and we do our Scary Movie Ice Cream Night. So if you've ever been a fan of that, here's what I got to tell you. This month, we are talking about Halloween commercials, Halloween TV episodes, and we're going to talk horror movies. That's right. We're going to talk about two horror movies in the same fashion we used to in the good old days. Uh, Because with all these shows, we always went hard in October, even if we had another show. And that other show would always just kind of disappear for a month and a half. (laughs) So it's like, hey, instead of making things complicated, let's just try on these old pants, if you will. And, um, you know, we'll we'll do it up for the month, baby. Yeah. (laughs) I love these babies you're throwing in. Thank you. You know, have you, this is a a dad moment here, but have you watched Pete the Cat on on, uh, Uh, Amazon? Yeah. That show is awesome, dude. I think it's (laughs) so adorable. It's hilarious. But that squirrel cracks me up. And she's, she's, he, she, I don't know. It's just, it's a squirrel. But the attitude is like, yeah, baby. (laughs) So like Lydia and I will go around the house, like throwing babies out, you know, left and right. It's, it's hilarious. Yeah. It is a great show. It's got some great music. It Um, is. It's cool. I've never read the books. um, And I'll be honest. I hate the character design of the, of the cat. Uh, (laughs) But I think it's a cool show. Like it's really fun. But um, yeah. Oh my God! Why? Why people didn't come here to listen to us talk about Pete the Cat? <laughs> it's October, man. It's Halloween. This is our month. This is an exciting time to be alive. And I feel like it happened just like that. Like I literally woke up and I was like, "Oh my gosh, I'm not ready for October yet." How did Way it get here? Fast. Yeah, yeah. Um, how, I, how you I, I feeling? Was, I was driving home from dropping the boys off at school today, and I was like, you know, we're what five days in and it just does not feel like october yet yeah and i feel like i know why i feel like it's because um as much halloween decorations as there are out like at walmart and home depot and stuff nobody in my neighborhood decorates so it's like (laughs) i don't see it anywhere except for at my house and a couple of the houses on our cul-de-sac but like driving throughout my neighborhood you know the leaves are still generally green we haven't really hit the fall fall color slide yet um but nobody has decorated yet except for like two or three houses and i just i want it to be everywhere i want it to yeah. <laughs> feel like everybody's invested as much as we are in this yeah i mean it's 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 hard because like we we are the house that decorates and we've not done it yet i mean i think ever since like we've had lydia her birthday is the last is september 28th and so you know, especially late last few years when she's been able to pick our party. Like this year, it was a unicorn slash My Little Pony party. So we just had pink and streamers all over the house. And, um, you know, we just have not like we haven't gotten to Halloween yet. Um, yeah. But our drive to school, when we take her to school in the morning, there's a neighborhood we have to drive through and they're 
decked out. So it's been, and they've had, they've been decked out for like a couple of weeks now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really fun. So like every day we're seeing like new Halloween decorations. But when you get to our little neighborhood, nada. You know, nobody's, <laughs> nobody's done anything yet. Um, but here, here's what kind of bums me out. And, and I feel like this is kind of the nature of, you know, I, I don't think it pays to be a purist anymore if you know what I'm saying. Um, for instance, if we could start putting our decorations up in September, then that kind of takes all the ease and stress off of having to get them up the first week of October, right? Um, right? And I say that too, something I should we should start doing, but also I had to run the lows two days ago. So it'd been October 2nd. No more Halloween. Really? There was like there was it looked like a clearance section. There was like wow. when we had went in there, um, like the end of August, dude, it was like going to Disneyland. I mean, <laughs> you know, during Halloween, it was like inflatables out the wazoo, tons of merchandise. I mean, just and you know, I'm like, hey guys, I just you know, I'm still grilling hot dogs right now. I'm not ready for this, right? Um. And, but you go October 2nd and it's all gone. Like, there's maybe like, it looks like the leftovers, like the walls and the shelves have been pillaged through and it's all Christmas. Trees and lights. And it's like, yeah, I know. You're just, you're not going to walk into a store in October anymore and see anything except for like yeah. maybe Walmart and Target. Yeah. Um, I know that our, our, Lowe's when they put out the Halloween decorations they did it in tandem with Christmas decorations so it's like <laughs> yeah we've got Halloween but we know you're really coming for the Christmas stuff oh know? yeah well and that's the thing I saw families shopping Christmas decorations I'm like this is all your fault get out of the store <laughs> get out of here <laughs> yeah um I I will say we have not bought any um Christmas decorations yet this year we did buy a new tree earlier this year, but that was just because it was on clearance at Walmart. And it that's was like, when you we, do it. We got to get this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But it's it's uh, what am I trying to say? It's weird. Like I said, it doesn't pay to be a purist anymore. To wait until October to get into the Halloween feelings, society and commercialism is not going to let you do that. Like you really <laughs> just. You really just have to start as soon as possible. <laughs> it's just it's it's uber frustrating. I remember my first year I worked at Home Depot was during the pandemic, and we had Halloween stuff up in September for two weeks, and then I walked in the first weekend of October. It was all Christmas. Oh my gosh! I'm like, did they Man. tell you why? Do you have some kind of insight as to why? I don't. I don't. I mean, I, that's I'll when say people want to buy stuff. Is in october i mean that's what i think right i don't i don't know like i i have an aunt who starts christmas shopping in july yeah she just can't contain herself and my mom's that same way now she starts christmas shopping in the summer and i'm getting bugged like hey what's lydia want for i'm like i don't know she hasn't even had a birthday yet (laughs) it's like stop (laughs) asking me yeah and it's like, you know, people just can't contain themselves, right? Like, you know, they don't want to do things. It's like they want to have it all done by the time the month starts. And I'm like, I guess I get it. I mean, I guess I kind of have to now. Like like I said, right. decorating September, you're chilling all through October. 
The, the haunt is set up. There's nothing to worry about. It's all good. But now I'm like, oh, I don't have anything up. I'm scared. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got to hurry. <laughs> See, I, I think it, for me, it kind of goes back to the fact that like I it doesn't feel like October because I don't see anybody else decorating. So it's like, but I feel like I need to see other people decorating to get me in the mood to decorate. Sure. And it's like, if I don't see that until mid-October, and then I need to go out and run out and buy some stuff to decorate it, you know, I'm SOL because everything is gone. Yeah, I mean, if you needed some extra, like, cobwebs, or you needed to pick up another skeleton, like, you're not yeah. going to get it. And, man, we've been wanting to buy, like, a poseable skeleton, and Brett found one online about three weeks ago, and I told her, I was like, we need to get it. She's like, no, we'll wait till October. I'm thinking, okay. I I'm, I hate to be that guy, but when it comes time, I'm going to be like, told you so. <laughs> yeah. Because it just you're not going to get, you know, it's just not going to be there. Have you looked? Is it gone? I, I haven't looked yet. I've been too busy. <laughs> um, Are you wanting like one of those gigantic ones or? No, I mean, we saw those at, at, at Home Depot. Those things are really expensive. I mean, it's a good buy for what it is. It's a good buy. Uh, but I mean, I, I, I don't got $300 to drop on a skeleton. And oh, I didn't, I, I didn't mean sure. that big. Oh, okay. Cause, Cause yeah, I've seen those ones that are like as big as your house, but like there's, yeah. there's like life-size ones that I see. At yeah. CBS. I do want a life-size one, like yeah. full, like, you know, full posable life-size and I'd love to have multiple of them. That'd be awesome. Yeah. You sent me a photo last night. You've been decorating. Your house is looking nice. Thank you. Yeah. We, um. We did start uh, over the. It was it was fortunate for us that Halloween started on a Saturday this year because um, Heather worked that day and I kind of needed something to entertain the boys. So I was like, let's just go put up some Halloween decorations. And Man, um, that's awesome. So, so I didn't get all of them out. I got out maybe like thirty percent of our decorations, um, mostly the outside ones. And we just took a couple hours and put some stuff out, uh, wore, wore the boys out. Um, it's definitely not like where it's officially going to be, but we did, I did buy some new gravestones this year. They look really nice. They had some like green and orange paint on them. And I was oh, really cool. loving that. The one thing that I bought this year that has become my new favorite Halloween decoration is have you seen the Jabber and Jack animated pumpkin? Uh, I don't know if I have. So they sell it at Walmart. They sell it at Target. We got it at Target and it's $35. And if you see it, I would really recommend buying it because it is very fun. And it's this, it's like the size of a normal pumpkin, but it's got a little projector on the inside and it projects an animated face to where it looks like the pumpkin is alive. And it talks to you and it's got three different modes. It's got um, a Jack, a Jacqueline and a Jacko. And so, like, Jack is kind of like your normal, just, like, average jack-o'-lantern. He's kind of like the star of the of the thing. But then Jacqueline is, like, the meaner. She's, like, a she's a girl pumpkin. And she's, like, the more mean, evil-looking pumpkin. And then Jacko's kind of, like, the doofus personality. And they, <laughs> they have, like, a, a variety of different, you know, sayings that they'll kind of cycle through for about... 15 or 20 minutes and then they have some songs that they'll cycle through for about 10 minutes and but it's great it's just great to just like have on it's not annoyingly loud or um noisy but yeah. it kind of creates this really nice um 
ambience and we're real excited to have it out on halloween night we're gonna like open one of our windows um on the front porch and put it in the windowsill and kind of let it just like be there and talk to people as they come (laughs) trick-or-treating and um but it's like it's my new favorite thing like we'll just have it on and it it entertains caden and they'll dance to the songs and some of them are actually pretty catchy like i'll catch myself singing them Every now and then. <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> yeah it's pretty fun we we haven't really uh, like i said we haven't got to put up any kind of decorations yet but um woody and i uh we have watched uh ichabod and mr toad already <laughs> oh nice good yeah and, and it was fun because um of course she was like i want to watch the headless horseman and um uh, and I had to play the whole movie because I was like, you got to see, you got to see the wind in the willows. Like I love, that's one of my, I, I love Mr. Toad. Like he, he's, he's a favorite of mine. Yeah. Uh, and she, you know, she thought it was kind of funny. There were some moments that were, but I mean, and I get it. It's British. <laughs> it's, it's a little <laughs> slow. It's, it's not that, you know, it's not that funny, but, um, but she loved the headless horseman. And of course for her, like for me, I love the whole thing, right? Like I love you know i'm like i know who bean crosby is i know who this narrator is and i like the singing and but she doesn't get interested until like the halloween party where brahm is telling the ghost story and i get it because that was my favorite part as a kid besides the big you know headless horseman ichabod chase at the end mm-hmm. um but yeah we we've watched that and we've watched the curious george boo fest which i i i just i love that movie i know like most people are sick of it um <laughs> I am Did 100% you guys buy cool it? with it. Yeah, yeah, we own it. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, because we can't watch it anywhere. You have to buy it to watch it, and we hadn't bought it yet. And, um, there's two Halloween movies I wanna that I want to watch, but you can't watch until you buy. So I'm like, they're both $14.99, and I'm just like, I don't know why I just can't pull the trigger on them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Which ones? Uh, Curious George Boofest, and then um, the Halloween Tree it's like an oh, old yeah. 80s movie. Um, Hanna-Barbera? I think so. Um, it's like based off a Ray Bradbury story. Yeah, it's animated, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think I think Hanna-Barbera did that one. Yeah, and so I've, I've seen never clips. seen it. I've never seen it the whole way through. I think we rented it one year, but I did not watch it with the boys. I kind of put it on while they went to bed one night. and um, uh, But I want to watch it. Man, I I will say this: we, my my wife and I are like always on the fence every month when it comes time to pay bills. We're like, is there is there a streaming service we should cancel? You know, like we kind of play <laughs> that game. Yeah. And we hadn't really done any yet because there's a couple shows on each platform. Sure enough, we're like, oh, there's this movie on this one. And but anyway, I was kind of glad we hadn't gone that far yet, uh, because I was like, oh, October, let's check out who's got the best Halloween offerings. Yeah. And man, I checked out uh, Peacock the other night. Yeah. They have done a wonderful job. If you've got Peacock, 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, you should check it out, man. They they have um, they've categorized their Halloween offerings by the decade. Oh, starting wow. with the 1920s. Ooh, that's terrifying. It's dope. It's so cool, dude. Like, you'll get... um, So you're getting lots of classic monster movies, you know, like The Wolfman and Frankenstein and Dracula, all the way through, like, the 60s and the 70s with, like, 
phantasm and the blob and all sorts i mean it i'm like drooling out the mouth wow. um they've got hitchcock movies in there too dude Wow, so you've got a good selection. Then. Yeah, and I'm I, of course I've been I've been so busy. I've worked every single night for like two weeks, so I've not watched a single thing. But I'm like, oh man, I can't wait to just sit down with a bowl of popcorn, uh, some Reese's cups, and a Coke, and just watch a freaking monster movie of some sort. That's all I want to do. <laughs> man, you know, I I was in the I'm in that position again this year too, but I was in that same position I think last year. And one thing that I really found was kind of nice was to just put horror movies on while I'm working. Yeah. And it just kind of creates that Halloween ambience that you 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 crave. And it it did kind of suck because I wasn't able to like be invested in the movie and and watch it like I would yeah. want to, but I was still kind of getting it. And I, you know, I'd catch myself like looking over at the TV and watching for about 15 or 20 minutes. And then during a slow part, I'd, I'd get back to working. And that right. Was nice. I might try doing that. Cause I, I there's not going to be a sign of this month getting less busy at all. Like, yeah, it, it like, yeah. I, and plus I've, I've put it on myself to make a comic book this month where I'm <laughs> basically so far, I've been drawing a page a day, like mm-hmm. sketching, penciling, inking, and coloring, and writing, and lettering. You're crazy. <laughs> it's it's the worst decision I've ever made. Um, I really hope it gets me lots of money and fame and fortune. Or <laughs> no, that's, that's a whole other rant. Uh, because my my genius idea was like I'll share it on Instagram and Instagram's like we don't like photographs. <laughs> and I'm like this archaic thing. Son of a bitch. <laughs> this is cute. <laughs> yeah, oh, oh, what would you make a reel about this? I'm like, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, let me tell a story of a comic book through a reel. That sounds like I've got plenty of time for that. <laughs> if I don't have the, to make the comic first. The internet archaeologists are studying these. I think they're called posts. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you're not wrong. You're not wrong at all. <laughs> if you're listening to this, go to my Instagram. It's Life of Cole. It's the worst Instagram name ever. I'm going to change it eventually. But go to there and look at this Halloween comic I'm making. Uh I'll talk about just a little bit because I think it's kind of fun. Um, Essentially, you know, every year in October in the art community, for a long time, there's always been an art challenge. Um, And uh, there was Inktober, which is still going on. That's still a big deal. Uh, And that whole premise was like, just draw something on paper with ink every single day for 31 days. And as an artist, that was so crucial to me becoming better like i i did i've done it for a decade now um there's only been two years in that 10 year span that i've had to uh bow out semi early you know maybe like a few days to once it was a week early yeah but it's been so beneficial to my career as far as like getting that those reps and practice practice and you know back in the good old days of social media you could really build a, a, a following pretty organically like you jump on these hashtags, you put these posts in, and then you just start garnering lots of people to, to see your stuff. Yeah. Of course, now that's all out, you know, Instagram. I don't even know. I, I honestly don't know why any of us are still on it. Like, it's just such a <laughs> crap app. Um, But 
there's not really a better alternative at the moment. Uh, but I'm doing a drawing challenge, and I thought, well, I'm tired of making square drawings for Instagram because it's really mm-hmm. embarrassing when it's time to update your portfolio and everything looks like an Instagram post. You know, right. <laughs> like, like, lo and behold, you can expand your drawing outside of a four by four square. Um, and so I thought. If I'm going to do this, I want it to benefit my greater portfolio. Like, this needs to be something I can benefit from later, not just to show up every day and say, look at me, here's my drawing. Um, So I thought, I was like, let's do a comic. And I'm wanting to write more. I've been studying writing for several years now, but I've been taking it very seriously. Uh, Writing a graphic novel for, for kids is my goal. That's the career trajectory I'd like to have. And so I thought, well, let's take this Frightfall by Retro Supply drawing prompt. Every day there's a new thing you're supposed to draw. But let me see if I can tell a story. And that daily prompt is the thing that, you know, is mentioned in that story. And so I'm basically telling a story. I know how it's going to I know how it starts and know how it ends. Will it be amazing? I don't know. I'm going it's pretty random because I'm I'm going off a daily prompt. Mm -hmm. um so you know the first five days you've got candy hocus pocus crow urn and eyeball how do you tell a story with those things included that's the challenge but it's also a nice perimeter because now i know what to write about so i'm not having to rack my brain but i'm also trying to make it make sense within the context of a larger story so that's been the plan and so far you know because character development and storytelling is important i've had to do a page a day uh, but I'm hoping, you know, eventually I'll get into like, oh, just a panel that will do <laughs> just, <Right. laughs> just one single drawing for today. That will be nice. But I've been, yeah. in, you know, setting up the story. So I've had to draw and write a page every single day so far. And it's been right. pretty exhausting. Yeah, I've, but fun. I've felt it's like... been a lot of fun. <laughs> Good. I'm glad that you're having fun. I, I have felt like it's pacing really well. That's one thing that I've always really felt like you have a very strong handle on when it comes to comics and panels is you do pacing really well and compositions within panels, your storytelling is really great. So um, I, even though like every day is kind of random as far as like one day there's a, there's a crow one day there's candy one day there's Hocus Pocus. I'm still following his journey. Like, you know, he's coming home and he just wants to watch a horror movie and like these things are happening to him but I'm still seeing the overall journey and it's, and like, I can't wait to oh, see man. how it all ends. That makes me so happy to hear. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm glad, I'm glad you get it. <laughs> well, and you know, and here's, here's the thing. Like I can, and this is my advice to anybody about anything you're doing. Um, you can't, you can't say you want to do something until you, you've done it. Like I, I've, I've had the dream of being a comic book artist for a really long time since I was a kid. Um, and truthfully that dream kind of died when I got older. Cause I was like, well, I can't, I can't draw Spider-Man and correct anatomy and all this stuff. Like I was just, I'm not that kind of guy. And then when I discovered, you know, indie comics and, you know, that sort of thing, I'm like, Oh wow. Comics can be anything. And you don't have to be a perfectionist. You don't have to be, incredibly skilled you just need to be a good storyteller and 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 make your art believable in the sense that when somebody sees it they're like man he does know what he's doing you know kind of fake it till you make it sort of mentality right um 
But I've been blue in the face every year saying like, I want to do comics. I want to make graphic novels for kids, you know, and I buy them and I read them, but I don't make them. So I'm Mm -hmm. like, this is it. This is your chance. Start doing that. And my goal is to have, you know, again, will it be the best story ever told? No, because I'm going off of basically the equivalent of drawing a name out of a hat. And that's the topic for the day. But I'm going to get some storytelling chops out of it. I'm definitely going to get some repetition. You know, I'm definitely going to get some compositions out of it. And so there's going to be little nuggets of gold, I think, that I can be proud of throughout these 31 days, even if the overall product isn't that exciting. But, you know, I I think it will be it's better than not doing anything. And I think it's it's a good it's a good practice 100 percent. and like one thing that i've noticed is that there's a hierarchy hierarchy of importantness when it comes to working on graphic novels and comic books and the number one is storytelling and then number two is art and um because it's like you know anybody can be a great drawer and you know can draw nice pinups but can they translate that into storytelling like can you tell a story based off a script with your art and a lot of people can't do that yeah and um so i think that's what separates like a good drawer from a a comic book artist um they may have the same skill set or skill level as far as like being able to draw spider-man but can some but the person that can like draw a story with spider-man and set up a scene and draw backgrounds and stuff like that that's who's going to get the work. Yeah. And, and you know, it, it's it's weird, too, because I think the industry has changed a lot. But because I, I mean, and I, I won't name names, um, uh, but there are people in the professional world who were known for literally just drawing pinups and they get comic book deals because their art and their social media apps are, are popping and they have to literally work alongside someone who knows what they're doing. Like, the, there's oh, yeah. basically someone who's like, hey, here's how you tell a story, and here's your panel set up. Just draw what needs to go here. And it's like, that kind of bums me out, but I'm also like, whatever. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. you know, it is what it is. I mean, that just hurts them because not only are... So one thing that I've noticed is that sometimes, like, an artist will have to find a layout artist and so like in that same instance that you were just talking about they they may not know how to tell a story they pay somebody to lay out the panels for them yeah and then they go in and redraw the panels right um in their style and it's the same way with um colorists like they'll pay somebody to do flatting yep and i just i just i don't know enough about that because i've never heard never done that but i just feel like that hurts you and your bottom line because it's like you're getting paid a certain amount to do something but then you're having to hire somebody to help you do that yeah and you're having to use that money that you're getting paid it's like why not just learn how to do that yeah i mean it's a it's it's a weird thing and it's tricky because like i like that there is like a job for someone who just wants to do inking i like that there's a job for someone who just wants to do coloring and when you have a comic coming out monthly that really speeds up the process um yeah but uh it is that's where this is kind of more like where i'm like really wow we have someone even figuring out the whole layout just so this name brand person can throw their their final you know signature on it and it's like oh wow it's i i come from a music background right so Mm -hmm. um 
people like to you know put themselves on a pedestal all the time be like well we're a real band like we play our own instruments and we write the songs and and granted i have all the respect for those people in the world but there are people like (laughs) uh i don't know cardi b who can just show up put the personality and the words over the beat and she doesn't even write the words most of the time and that's the superstar so you you get what i'm saying like it is kind of like this thing of like um and I'm not, I'm not just throwing Cardi B out there. That could be Harry Styles or whoever. You get what I'm saying. Like, they are just, it is the face and the personality that sells over anything else. Because mm-hmm. there are literally people, like Ed Sheeran, you've heard of that guy? He's got a pretty successful career. You probably didn't know. He writes almost everybody's songs, hmm. even if he's not singing them. Yeah. So, I mean, you, you kind of get what I'm saying. But, um, man. This isn't this comic book podcast? Is that what we're doing? <laughs> it's Halloween related. <laughs> I was just gonna say one more thing to that. I saw a, a viral video online of these two girls fighting over a drumstick that Harry Styles' drummer threw into the audience. Oh yeah, and and like somebody was just like, "Man, they're fighting over this drumstick." It's like the drumstick doesn't mean anything, and it's like I'll give five dollars to the to the girl that could actually name Harry Styles as a drummer. And it's just like, there's nothing special about the drumstick. It's just that it's attached to that person. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, like, you go to concerts and they throw their guitar picks out there. It's like, it it says Dunlop on it. You can go get those at Guitar Center for 50 cents a piece. Yeah, (laughs) yeah. It's like, but it was played by so-and-so. So So I get it. I get it. I've been there. He threw it to me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Last thing about the comic, though. It's been fun because it is Halloween related. And and that's been giving me my Halloween fix, even though it's very much so felt like work uh, more than play on some occasions. But... um, I'm I'm trying to tell a scary story, so it's gonna it's it's get it's getting good right now. This is day day five. You should go check it out. <laughs> I love it. I can't wait till the end. I I told you I want I want to know what happens, but I also want to. It's it gonna happens. get it's gonna get pretty silly. It's gonna get pretty <laughs> like I'm trying to have a pretty good balance of like scary but also humor. Um, and yeah, uh, it's it's about to get really funny. So. I thought you were about to say it's about to get really serious. Like, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, n- yeah, maybe no. <laughs> uh, well, let's let's just let's let's uh, we're gonna talk about commercials in this episode, and um, we'll get there. We might have a few more. Th- I, there's a few more things I want to kind of just you know, we're still a talk show, still 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 just kind of taking things casually, but uh, we are talking about Halloween commercials. Um, like we used to uh, back in the day. And so that's going to be a lot of fun. But I just wanted to ask you um, if there's been like anything just like noteworthy and exciting in the five days of October we've had so far. <laughs> yeah, I kind of had a really good experience on Sunday. Um, and it was kind of by accident. Like I did not set out to do this. Um, like I said, Heather had to work this weekend and on Saturday we put up all of our decoration or not all of it. We put up some decorations and then on Sunday um, she worked again and just to kind of give me a break, my parents came and picked up all three boys and just um, took them to the park for a couple hours. And then when they came back, they took naps. So I had about, you know, a good two or three hours to just kind of relax and chill. And I was watching, I was trying to find something to watch on YouTube Um, it's so funny that like YouTube is the new cable 
uh, at least for us, like yeah. we have it on our Apple TV. So we just watch YouTube and there's certain channels we like and there's videos we'll watch. And it, it's almost like our new our new cable TV. But um, I started watching a somebody had recorded a night of uh, Nick or Treat. Oh. And I watched almost the entire thing. It was about four hours long. Whoa. Um, so oh, yeah, because I, I, I remember those nights were long. Like, Yeah, it was like four or five different episodes of things, and some of the episodes were hour long. And wow. so um, I watched some of it. I fast-forwarded through some of it because um, I didn't really want to watch the Halloween Wienerville. Um, <laughs> Dude, Wienerville <laughs> rules. <laughs> I do like. I do that like. So funny. <laughs> I did like Wienerville, but I had such limited time that yeah, I yeah. I mean, you're not gonna waste stuff. your time watching Wienerville. <laughs> yeah, and they left in the commercials, so it was like That's that so was even cool. more time. Um, and so like part. So it started off with um, Pete and Pete Halloween, um, ah. and it had all of the bumpers, all of the. Um, all of the original commercials. I don't think this was like a curated thing where they, they just like subbed in Halloween commercials. Yeah, I think it was the actual night. I think it was, yeah. yeah. Because um, it had like three different instances where they did the Nick or Treat like phone call thing. Oh, and, yeah. um And uh, so like that was really awesome. I loved watching Pete and Pete. That was really the highlight of the, uh, the experience because I haven't watched Pete and Pete in a while. I think I, I watched either. it either an episode over the summer but that theme song when it came on it just like filled me with so much happiness oh and dude nostalgia. yeah it's, and it's just like it does something it's, yeah it's like one of those songs that you kind of don't think about unless you're watching the show yep um and it, it it came on and i was just like i was just sitting there and i was like man this is this is all i need right now and then it goes into the show and the show's obviously great um, but then there's a song that they play at the end that I know that they played in other episodes, but it felt really. Is it about Central Park? Episode. Yeah, and it's like yeah. waiting for October. Yeah, waiting yeah. for and, October. Yeah, and it just—I <laughs> mean—it was just like, man, <laughs> dude. I know. I I was obsessed. Like I was obsessed with that band Polaris. I and, yeah. and the thing that hurts so bad living in that day and age, right? is there's no internet I can go to to find out any information on them. I don't even know if they're a real band at this point, but um, yeah. apparently they were. And, I, and, I, and I've yet to go and educate myself um, on their existence. But um, I remember there was a, I want to say it was like, man, it was some trash cereal. Like it was something that was like, I would never buy this cereal, but it came with the Pete and Pete soundtrack on cassette back in the day. Oh, wow. And I never got it, and I had so many regrets because I was like, right, Pete and Pete kind of came out in that time where I was like, I'm not a teenager yet, I'm maybe a tween, maybe a little bit younger, but like, I'm really like, these episodes are really resonating with me. Like, I'm really gravitating towards the Nickelodeon live action world. So yeah. I'm I'm deep into you know, uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark? <clears throat> obviously pete and pete keenan and kill things like that like it's not just about the nicktoons and the cartoons and things like i'm i'm like i'm all in on like the seeing the representation of my age be portrayed to some extent in these television shows yeah and um i'm also getting into music like i you know i'm i'm curious about the guitar like I, i'm buying 
Hootie and the Blowfish CDs and you know, like and this band, this Polaris band, I'm just like, these guys sound amazing. Why aren't they on the radio? Why aren't they you know what I mean? Like, you know, my brain can't wrap its head around why is this not like everyone's favorite band next to Pearl Jam? Or exactly. You know? <laughs> yeah. The, do you remember that episode of Pete and Pete where Pete little Pete like hears a song yes. and it just like he becomes obsessed with it. That's almost what I felt like about that yeah. October song. I was like, if if everybody could just listen to this song, I think it would end the wars in the world. Like, yeah. it would oh, just yeah. fill you with so much COVID would nostalgia. disappear. Yeah. We, we wouldn't even have a president. We would all just know how to act and govern ourselves. Like, it would be no more politics. I mean, it would be crazy. Yeah. Like, everybody would just realize that we're all children of the 90s, at least our generation, and be like, what are we <laughs> No, doing? we're all children of the 90s. <laughs> like, Kids these days wish they lived in the 90s. The same it's way true. I wish I, li- wish I lived in the 70s. They wish they had my childhood. I'm not on TikTok, but I see a lot of TikTok videos on Instagram. And I swear to God, every kid dresses like it's 1990 four or 1995 yeah. now it's like an updated version of it but i've seen but like barely. old picture what but yeah i've seen like old pictures uh of like actual kids in the 90s i'm like that's what people are wearing today yeah for sure i see it all the time like you go to target or something and i'm like <laughs> i'm like man like <laughs> it's like and I'm, I'm i'm gonna sit here and say this is how you know you're old like you're like that didn't age well <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I still like, like some '90s fashion, but just well, seeing like kids these days wear it, I'm like, you don't understand, you don't get it, <laughs> you don't see, know. I still, I still have a uh, appreciation for it, but I understand that it's not something that I could wear. Like an older person can't wear that stuff and pull it off. No, you would, I have you'd gray in my beard. <laughs> They're going to know. Yeah. I have crow's feet next to my eyes. You know, I'm not allowed to get away with this. That's so funny. I I love that you mentioned uh, Nick or Treat and Pete and Pete specifically, just because I, I, I remember like it was yesterday watching. There was a weekend they did Nick or Treat and the big hype of it for me was outside of just Nick or Treat being like the coolest thing ever mm-hmm. um, was they were going to do a two part episode of are you afraid of the dark and it was cutter's that was this treasure one. yeah that oh was my this god one. yes did you guys call in did yes. you tell me you called in because the very last call of the night was this girl and i meant to ask you like what's your sister's name because it was they were from <laughs> duncan oklahoma and i was like i know cole i remember that duncan yeah but no i was like was that cole's sister <laughs> that would be funny no i mean and, and it's been told on I, I don't know if I've told it on this show, but we were on Square Co. Maybe it was ours, but I did win a Nickelodeon contest over the phone when I was a kid. Yeah. Um, was it twice. Nick or Treat? No, it was uh, for Harriet the Spy. Oh, <laughs> during that's right. I remember it was. I remember that was the the prize, but um, yeah, I I couldn't remember what the the competition. Oh, was. dude, we desperately tried to to do Nick or Treat just because like that whole concept was just phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. The phone lines were a, were a popping that night. I'm a sure. Poppin'. Yeah, they sure were. <laughs> um, dude, that's so cool. I'm I I'll have to look that up on YouTube because uh, man, I, I I think why Halloween is so cool to me still 
is because of so much of my childhood tied up to those big events like Nick or Treat yeah. or you know what I mean? Like it just because you know you, you were you were just you were good to know that like hey at the end of this month I'm gonna put on my costume and I'm gonna go get candy. Yeah. But like things like Nick or Treat that would happen prior to Halloween, somewhere in the middle, maybe the end of the month, that sort of thing, just made everything just like so much more exciting to where it's like I think I really latched on the Halloween big time as an adult because I'm like, this is where I feel young again. This is where I feel like I can not be ashamed of wanting to experience like, you know, fun and like, yeah. you know, carefreeness or whatever. Like Yeah. You know, that's that's kind of and so like that hearing Pete and Pete and seeing that episode, all that. I mean, just whew. well, I feel like I think this is like one of the only ones you can even find on YouTube as far as a full block goes. So I think uh, if you look it up, you'll find it. So it was like it was Pete and Pete, and then it went into Wienerville, and then it went into like a Halloween themed Double Dare episode, and after that, they did like this short like um special i guess hosted by mark summers and it was like all about magic and stuff like that yeah i have that on dvd yeah and then um right after that was uh cutter the the cutter's treasure but the whole thing was like hosted by cutter which i thought was really cool or at least he did some promos for it that you would see throughout the night and that was another thing that was great was like i think this happened on the weekend before halloween and i think halloween maybe happened on like a wednesday or thursday this week yeah because it did they had like a, a commercial or a promo after everything was done where they said you know come back on thursday for halloween where we're doing an all real monsters marathon or something like that and yeah it's just like they just knew how to make it so special like an event oh i i've said this before i i think the biggest you know the best thing nickelodeon ever did was how they just made everything seem like an event like yeah. you saw, I, I don't care if it was like Easter or St. Patrick's Day, some of the lesser celebrated holidays, they could tell you, hey, we're doing slime on this day, you know, and like, and you would just be like, oh, I am in. Like, I am yeah. not going to miss that. I mean, New Year's Eve is another great example. No kid is excited about New Year's Eve because you can't, you, you physically can't even stay up that way. But Nick Williams says we're going to have a New Year's Eve marathon of just some shows you've already seen before. But we're going to pl- we're going to keep playing them. You know, there's no Nick at night tonight. We're just going to keep doing Nickelodeon. You're like, oh, my God, I got to stay up. <laughs> like, yeah. I got to drink all this Mountain Dew. I cannot miss this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I think other stations took note of that, too, because I when I was looking for a commercial to talk about today, I saw one for um, uh, Fox Kids. It was either I think it was Fox Kids, but they were doing like a. Halloween weekend is what they called it. And um, it was just Halloween episodes of all of their cartoons. And they just played them all weekend. And Man, even some of their live action ones, like Power Rangers and stuff. Like yeah. That. You saying that we need to probably do a better job at talking about Fox kids in our, in just our normal conversation, because I, I, I would be remiss to not say that they didn't have a major part in my childhood, but Nickelodeon always gets all the shine and the love and the, the, the <laughs> podcast solely dedicated to Nickelodeon. I mean, like ain't nobody making a Fox kids <laughs> podcast. And you know, that had power Rangers, the tick goosebumps, eat the cat. Yeah. I mean, there was some good stuff on that for, for a minute. Yeah. I wonder why we, lean towards nickelodeon maybe nickelodeon is more of a brand to us than fox kids well and fox kids was only saturdays 
you know, That's or, true. you know, and there was some after school programming, but like Nickelodeon was there for you 24 seven all year round. Yeah, that's true. And they still had a better lineup. I mean, you, and for, they had like a real. physical place. There was no Fox Kids Studios. <laughs> no, I mean, that was the dream, right? Let me let me go to Nickelodeon Studios. That's where I want to be. I know. <laughs> to our Simpsons Halloween special that's sure to hit the nail right on the head. Well, let's get into today's topic at hand. Uh, we are talking Halloween commercials. So we'll we'll brief history on on this. Um, Mike and I, when we were doing our full time <laughs> horror uh, movie podcast, we we would always do it up big in October, and the goal was to try to get an episode out every week to keep you all in the Halloween spirit um so we, we came up with this idea of like doing like these themed mini episodes where we would uh one year we talked about t- commercials one year we talked about um uh tv episodes you know bite-sized type of subject matters so we're bringing that back for this episode um because our goal of this month is going to cover a best of the old days right. um so this this episode instead of the whole month being about commercials it's going to be just this episode and uh, mike and i have each got a couple we're gonna throw back and forth to each other and we're just gonna talk about them you're gonna hear them audibly you're gonna enjoy them i mean how else would you hear right um of course it's audible um but yeah we're gonna get started so mike uh who wants to go first uh you want to flip a coin yeah you want to flip a i got a raisin no yeah do that. <laughs> i don't have a raisin <laughs> I say that. I don't Nor would I know what side of the raisin is the winner. There is wrinkling on both. <laughs> Here, I've got this this pop socket. Okay. Um, wow, you're cool. Yeah. <laughs> I don't mean that in like a like Sarcastic a way, condescending like way. <laughs> Whoa, look who's cool. <laughs> Ooh, someone's got money. <laughs> um, someone's okay. rich. <laughs> okay, so if it lands with this side up, it's okay. for you. And this side up, it's for me. Do it. Oops. Did you lose <laughs> it? Landed, it landed on its side. Oh my gosh. Okay, one more time. Okay, it's you. All right, I was going to say, I'm just going to go. Okay. <laughs> okay, I, I, I'm, I'm going to send, send, send you my commercial. And um, I it, it's kind of... So I've kind of got... Uh, this is a twofer, right? Because the, okay. the commercial isn't very long, and this is so in line with our last episode. So I'm I'm kind of a little bit of a spoiler, but uh, I want you to see what you think about these two commercials. So here we go. Tonight the Olsen twins kick off Monster Bash weekend. First, it's frightening good fun on family matters. Very funny, Bozo. Followed by Halloween hijinks on Boy Meets World. It's good to be kids. Then a home possessed on step by step. And who will conjure up costumes for the kids? <laughs> on Coop, it releases Monster Bash weekend. It all starts on TGIF. All right, so um, I'll, we'll talk about this first part first, um, and then we'll do the the second part. But yeah, we talked about TGIF last week, which you know this particular promo has always lived in my head ever since. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll never forget the night the Olsen twins hosted <laughs> TGIF for Halloween. <laughs> well see that um, just goes to that just goes to show you what we were talking about how much of a staple uh 
Full House felt like it was for TGIF. That Full House was not even in the lineup, no. but the Olsen, sw- Olsen twins were hosting it. Yeah, they were like kind of doing the 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 show or the network a favor. <laughs> kind yeah. Of like. <laughs> but I mean, and and also kind of keep in mind too, the Olsen twins had a very successful career outside of Full House, even while yeah. Full House was going on. Um, for sure. This this easily could have been in. Um, like a side promotion for their movie, which was uh, oh, they had yeah. a Halloween movie that was I I loved I, I still like it. I I want my daughter to watch it someday, um, but uh, she hasn't seen it yet. It's the uh, Double Double Toil and Trouble, I think. Yeah, something like I that. Think that's right. I have not seen it, but I know. It's oh, it's good. About. I remember it. I remember. I it's it's good. Um, fun fact: it was actually one of the first things I watched when I got my Netflix account for the very first time. Oh, really? <laughs> um it was one of the you know the movies you could stream um but anyway uh yeah this promo and it's it's so good i mean it's 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 got all the great halloween overlays you know what i'm talking about like yes yeah you know kind of the the cheesy backgrounds and you know it's, it's just fun it's monster bash weekend but what i love about this is for one, the lineup is killer. This is pretty on par with maybe some of our preferred lineups we talked about last year, mm-hmm. our last episode. But starting off with a uh, little Family Matters fun, then going into Boy Meets World, step by step, and then not uh, into the night with Hang with Mr. Cooper. Now, something to note about these episodes they're previewing, they're not like halloween episodes if you will like you'll like um there's some halloween imagery in the brief clip you see of family matters as well as boy meets world but i know for a fact that the step-by-step episode is not a halloween specific episode um and really the only one that is like full-fledged halloween specific is the hang with mr cooper which this is a great episode um one of the school school trick-or-treat parties or halloween parties Mm -hmm. they're having but um, the Family Matters episode, it's really about um, Urkel getting a job at, is it Weenie Hut? Is that the name of it? That or sounds right. It's definitely something. Mighty Weenie. Mighty Weenie, yeah. Um, and, and I love that there's just Halloween decorations within the restaurant and the house. And so we've talked about this in the past. I love the Halloween episodes that aren't even Halloween. You just know it's Halloween yeah. because of the of this of the environment. But yeah. you know, there's not like a an actual trick or treating segment or like a costume party. You know, there's mention of it or maybe a brief, you know, touchstone about it, but it has nothing yeah. really to do. You know, I just I love those episodes. They're so nice. <laughs> I do too. I was watching this promo. I was like, I feel like I've watched all of these with the exception of Hank and Mister Cooper pretty recently. Yeah, um, the hanging with Mr. Cooper one's awesome. But yeah, uh, like uh, step by step, as much as I love that show, they did not do Halloween episodes very often. I think no, I, can only I think, think they only did two. two. Yeah, and, and what I will say about this, and this is kind of the um, kind of something I I do love about Step by Step is there were several episodes where it was just spooky, you know. So whether uh-huh. there were pranks going on between the siblings or or whatever the case was. I think this episode had to do with like some sort of fortune telling, uh-huh. some sort of thing. 
Um, I like that. I like when a TV show can still have a spooky episode or something that's a little creepy and it not be tethered to October or Halloween even. Yeah. Um, but it makes uh, it more evergreen. Like I don't feel yeah. like I can watch Halloween episodes of Home Improvement during the year. Oh, I mean, I'm always down for that, but they hit better when it's when it's Halloween time. <laughs> Absolutely. Like so, like I've I've told you, I, I've been I watch Home Improvement like almost every single day while I'm cooking dinner. And if a Halloween, Christmas, or Thanksgiving episode come on, I'm more inclined to skip it and just move on yeah. to the next one, uh, just because I want to save it for yeah for the actual holiday. Yeah, like I I'm currently waiting on the first night I have free to like you know sit in my house as it's decorated and watch like a string of home improvement Halloweens. Like to me, yeah. I'm like, there's just nothing better than that. Um, I'm so glad they brought it back to Hulu for you. Uh, yeah. Oh, is <laughs> it? They got on... my letter. Yeah. I know it is on Hulu. I can't wait. <laughs> Yeah. Um. But yeah. And then uh, before before I get off this commercial comp- or this this commercial completely, the Boy Meets World episode, same thing. Boy, uh, Corey basically cheats on his IQ test, and so there's the threat of him having to change schools because of how smart he is. But there, the house is decorated for Halloween. The classrooms uh-huh. decorated for Halloween. At the end, I think Morgan is about to go trick or treating, and that's it. You know, it's it's not even. It's like the secondary storyline in the episode. But I love that even though it's Halloween weekend and you got the Olsen twins, royalty, you know, <laughs> TV royalty in the house, um, they've strung together a nice solid four episodes of Halloween-ish episodes, which I'm like, man, that's that's pretty good, even though none of them are specifically, except for one, really about Halloween. Um, they did a pretty good job. Yeah, um, and I was going to say, I wonder why they do that with, um, well, like, why don't they just go ahead and do a Halloween episode? Because I'm almost wondering if, like, they write all the episodes and they're like, oh, no, this one's going to air around Halloween. Let's just throw some pumpkins up in the yeah. background so people know. What, what One thing I'd love to do is, like, when I get into a show that I, uh, that I maybe haven't seen a lot of or like, like a Coach is a good example, um, or Frasier. Um, I'll go on IMDb like early on in my watching and I'll look at the October episodes of like when they aired and I'm always hoping there's a Halloween episode, but like coach never had one. I'm like, that is probably my biggest TV disappointment ever. It's like you so easily could have fit in like, you know, Dauber coming in the morning dressed up like, you know. Uh, Dorothy from Wizard of Oz and that would have been hilarious because he's so tall and he has yeah. you know has a mullet like that would be so funny and they just they never did that I'm like come on you know like no jack-o'-lantern or nothing I mean like I just need to see coach Hayden Fox and Luther and Dauber surrounded by a bowl of candy and I'll be happy that's all I've asked for but I don't even yeah. get that not once. Just give us an episode where Coach is trying to spend some time in his cabin, but he keeps getting trick-or-treaters. Yes, dude, he just thank wants you. to watch football. Yes, you wrote the best. Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> this is infuriating. And the side, the B story is Dauber and Luther are at a Halloween party dressed as uh, fairies because they lost a, a football bet. And so, you know, and at the end, they end up trick-or-treating Hayden's house. And he's looking at him like, okay. <laughs> It's like we should bring back coach oh my gosh <laughs> let's write but, it but we don't have luther anymore rest his soul oh darn. yeah anyway well thanks for that bummer um 
before we move off my my I, there's a there's a there's another commercial that's pretty similar but they're so different at the same time so i want you to watch this one and tell me how you how you really feel I urge you to accept me as your ruler. Teen Angel turns into a little devil. Yeah. And boy meets Sabrina. Why are you so nervous? Then on your wish, it's Mummy versus Genie. Always the snatch. Plus a frightful Halloween bash from Hollywood's Magic Castle. Halloween that could only be on TGIF ABC tonight. And stay tuned for Eyewitness News right here on ABC 7. Man. <laughs> so I have very strong feelings for that. I don't know why because I didn't I didn't watch half of those shows. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I love 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 when they do crossovers. Yes. So Sabrina showing up in Boy Meets World. Oh, well, I would have shown he, up just for that. Here's what's wild about that episode: she's in it for that one little scene. That's it. it is she, does she play Sabrina? Well, kind of. So, yeah. I mean, what's funny is that episode of Boy Meets World um, that they showed, Candace Cameron, so DJ from Full House, is the star in that episode. Uh-huh. So it's a crossover in the sense of, like, you've got, you know, again, you've got TGIF royalty in the house. And this is when, you know, she was older and, 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 and pretty cute. You know, like, my crush level for her was like, whoa, wowzers. Yeah. <laughs> um, when she had, you know, the, the shorter cut hair. Um, <laughs> I was like, woo. <laughs> and anyway, um, she is, uh, I think Jack's girlfriend in that episode, he meets her on the elevator and she starts doing all this witchy stuff and like ends up the whole thing ends up where she's like, in fact, yep, she admits she's a witch and that Jack and Eric are going to be their sacrifices. Um, and it's a hilarious episode. Like, it's really funny. But at the end, uh, Sabrina shows up as Jack's new girlfriend, and that's where you kind of see that part of like, oh, there's nothing to be worried about. And of course, you know, it's, it's Sabrina. Of course, she's a witch, but she's like a good witch, right? You know, she's like, <laughs> you know, because you if you've watched Sabrina, you get it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that was kind of funny. I um, what I love about that, you know, these episodes. Sabrina always had a good Halloween episode. In fact, I think the very first episode of Sabrina is a Halloween episode. Um, I never, I don't remember Teen Angel, but, um, I don't either, you know, the person, the girl is wearing a, um, a Catwoman outfit. Uh, and then you get the, the, the Boy Meets World episode preview. And then this other show, I have no idea about you wish there's there's a mummy attacking some guy who looks like the lead singer of the Counting Crows, but it's not. <laughs> uh, of course, it's the '90s. Everyone looked like the lead singer of the Counting Crows. Um, and then, yeah, my my actual favorite part of this whole thing is the ending of this. Somebody caught the lineup for the night, yes. and I just love when you see the local TV show like Watch yep. Tonight on ABC Seven, you know, and it's like yeah. Sabrina at eight o'clock, Teen Angel eight thirty. Like it's just. Oh, I love that. It just makes me so happy. <laughs> yeah. So, like, I've never watched Teen Angel, but um, just watching that little promo for it, it definitely hit during that time where, like, if you couldn't act, you just acted like Ace Ventura. And that guy's like, meow. Oh, like, yeah. Oh, my gosh. What a <laughs> it's concept. It's that very 90s Ace Ventura acting style. Yeah. And, that's uh, so there's funny. A, there's a character in... Um, home improvement and he actually shows up during a halloween episode 
Um, but his name's Jason and he has that acting style, but he's so good at it that it really works for his character. He's one of my favorite parts of the show, even though he always shows up in maybe like, I think four or five episodes. Um, but he's one of Brad's friends and he's kind of like the Eddie Haskell of home improvement. So he like is always trying to do bad things. Um, but like suck up to the adults and, um, (laughs) Tim doesn't see past it sometimes, but um, he definitely has that, you know, all righty then type of uh, acting style. Yeah. You know what? What's crazy? Uh, and you're so right. That was that was a 90s phenomenon of like the whole like, you know, Ace Ventura acting deal. Just like the <laughs> all righty then or, you know, even <laughs> just hilarious. But I, I'm rewinding it back. Because, again, I've never watched Teen Angel, and I just did a quick Google search. Um, but Teen Angel is the boy. And, and oh. it's like, the commercial makes it sound like Teen Angel is this Catwoman person. Because I'm like, that that is not a kid wearing that, um, that uh, what am I saying, the Catwoman costume. And I'm like, but why does she look familiar? She like She's like a mom. Dude, that's Marsha Brady. <laughs> oh, really? Yes, she was on the show. I guess she played the mom to this kid. Um, but huh. yeah, I was like, why is she so familiar? Yeah, that's Marsha Brady in the 90s. Wow. So Interesting. That's, that's funny. I did not know that. Yeah. I need to look into that show because I never heard of it until we started talking about yeah. TGIF. Marie McCormick. Time. She is 66 years old right now, dude. That is mind-blowing. I bet she still looks good. Yeah. Yeah, she's 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 a hot grandma for sure. Um, <laughs> I can kill. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just okay. So uh, the reason I show you both those commercials is how different eras of TGIF, which is what we yes. talked about last episode. I thought people would find that interesting. So yeah. um, you've got the more extreme '90s versus the hey everybody, let's get some silly fun in the early '90s of you know. Yeah, that some... early '90s one is the one that I covet and yes. love but that later 90s one is the one that i actually remember like i can yeah remember for sure being at my cousin's <laughs> house one night and like remembering seeing a promo for tgif and be like ah we gotta go watch tgif <laughs> <laughs> yeah i know it's 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 hilarious um yeah like i just it, that show i mean that whole family night just kind of got cooler as time went on <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> but growing up all right, hit me with your commercial. Okay. This first one, I'm saving my better one for last. Um, This one's just kind of silly. Hi, I'm Dumpy the Pumpkin, Carvel's fresh ice cream cake, and I'm back for Halloween. And here's my friend, Wiki the Witch. Having a Halloween party? I'm Wiki the Witch. And what could be more fun than to have us for Halloween? We're back. You want to send one to a friend? Please phone 800-327-GIFT and call a cake honors most major credit cards. Thank you. Oh my gosh. I'm so hungry now. (laughs) So have you had or heard of Carvel ice cream? Not until I moved to Tennessee. And we have Carvel. Yeah. You do? Okay. In the supermarkets. Okay. I thought I remembered you saying something about it in one of our last episodes but um we don't have it here but i've always seen that commercial just on youtube and old um retro halloween commercials right, i think right. they have a series of them but they also have just like normal commercials and they have that same 
uh, spokesman at the end. He's kind of like an older guy. Um, sounds like he's completely over <laughs> being the announcer. Yeah, from. he's like, I'm he just... sounds like he's leaving a phone message or like a, his answering machine message, like, call what have or Carvel ice cream, place your order, thank you, goodbye. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I just love the the charming nature of this uh, commercial, like the the bad green screen of the cakes floating and the yes. the cheesy, you know voiceover sound effects and like i'm dumpy the pumpkin <laughs> and, <laughs> and the witch uh, and the witch yeah and like um i just i would love to have got one of these i would i would love to get one of these now i, I would hope that they oh. still do <clears throat> halloween cakes um but it kind of reminds me of like i think the closest thing we have to this here is maybe baskin robbins um so like maybe they do something that we can check out um um, or maybe there's like something in the freezer section of uh, Walmart uh, to that might do something like this, but um, I don't know. I just always love this commercial. Yeah, and uh, I love the announcer guy for it. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's one of my favorite things. Uh, and, and just you know, you you mentioned not having Carvel. Um, I would liken it because I've never tasted one either, but you see kind of how the cake is made. And ice cream cakes are pretty pretty much the same. Like, if you ever had ice cream cake from Dairy Queen, I bet you it tastes exactly the same. Like, it's got that right. layer of Oreo cookie crumble and, you know, the hard backing on the outside. But, you know, the frosting design on these Carvel cakes are just... I mean, th- that was works of art I saw. <laughs> I saw. It was. <laughs> I saw beautiful, beautiful works of art. Yeah. Um, yeah, man, I I adore. I, we've said it before, but like they're the best place. To, you know, here, here's the thing: Lowe's, Home Depot, maybe even Target right now. It, it might be Christmas. It might be, uh-huh. but you bet your butt. You bet your butt if you go into <laughs> if you go into a grocery store or a supermarket of your choice, you're gonna find Halloween goodies galore. And I love. Oh, yeah going to the aisles and the bakery and just seeing the the pumpkin cookies or the bats or you know whatever like whatever they're putting out there like it is that is the best way to know that like hey it's still halloween damn it it's still october (laughs) yeah and you know same thing for drugstores like cvs they've got great halloween decorations and they're trying to be on the cheaper side of things too so um they're not like I love cheap Halloween decorations. Like I love the artwork. I just want yeah. a pumpkin with a jack o' lantern face. I don't want it to be glittery. I don't no. want it to have a smirk. I don't want it to have <laughs> a cute little spider on it. I just want a Halloween jack o' lantern something. And usually, in like the lesser expensive places, they'll just have like these really charming decorations and stuff like that. Yeah. I love that stuff too. Um, Something I want to talk about next episode is like when Halloween kind of became a thing again as an adult, because I have a very distinctive memory of going to a CVS and kind of making things happen. But um, (laughs) (laughs) Or things are making happen for you. (laughs) I don't know. You know, you'll have to find out next episode. (laughs) Oh yeah. What's a strange sensation. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to lie. Marsha Brady as an adult stuck on my computer screen right now. I <laughs> just didn't know I wanted to see her in a Catwoman costume, but it works. <laughs> I mean, she, she's probably our age in this commercial, bro. Uh, like, it's, it's, uh, I was watching the she's practice. She's probably, the other... 
late 30s right now and it's just like wow okay are you familiar <laughs> with the show the practice uh no i've never seen it. it's like an old uh, not old i mean it was on during the 90s but it was it's like a it's like law and order it's all about courtroom drama and stuff like that all of the people in the show are 36 37 38 oh, no. but i'm like watching them remembering them just being adults and like even still i feel like they're older than me like people yeah. just looked older and maybe I, I look like every time we watch friends i'm convinced they are older than us right yes. now they are and i'm like and they're I'm like, not <laughs> they're in their 20s in this show yeah i'm like I, I feel like sometimes i could go up to somebody on the street and like how old would you think i am and in my mind i feel like they would say oh you're late 20s but in my heart i feel like they probably would say uh you're bordering 50 maybe <laughs> oh my god <laughs> bordering 50 that's when they get a fist to the face um <laughs> all right well this is this is my last commercial and i think it'll tickle the pickle for sure um all right or work in the gherkin i don't know whatever they say um <laughs> uh but this one is pretty also pretty pretty on par with hopefully what might be coming out but let's get it <laughs> Ronald, the McDonald's Happy Meal guy. Hamburger, soft drink, and fries. All regular size. I'll make a note of that. What do you put in your McDonald's Halloween pumpkins? Boopty McBoo, matey. Carrot and goblin. Golden McPumpkin, partner. Now you can collect one of three different pumpkins with the purchase of every McDonald's Halloween pumpkin Happy Meal. What you put in them is up to you. Yeah. I mean, the 18th can't get here fast enough. Oh God, God willing, that actually happens. I'm a little nervous and skeptical. Skeptical? Skeptical. <laughs> skeptical. I'm a little skeptical about. Skeptical. I'm, I'm a little apprehensive, if you will. Uh -huh. <laughs> but uh, you know, we all we all know the pails. We we talk about. Everybody's talked about the pails. Um, it's become the new pumpkin spice latte, right? Um. But this was like the early incarnation of the pails. This was 1986 is when they first came out and they were just pumpkins. Um, yeah. But what I what I love and I guess I never really paid too much attention to is, you know, even though they are all orange buckets uh, with black painted faces on them, you know, the, the jack-o'-lantern faces, they had these they had three names. There's Mick Pumpkin or Pumpkin, Mick Pumpkin. Uh, McBoo and McGoblin. And uh, they kind of resemble like the McBoo is kind of a surprise ghostly face. The Mc, uh -huh. McPumpkin's more your traditional. And McGoblin's a little bit of a meaner face. But I love these buckets so much. And this commercial is so fun because it's kind of the kind of the lighthearted side of Halloween. Um, so the kid comes in and he says he puts booty in his uh oh no yeah booty mcboo uh he's dressed up as a pirate and he's got like his treasures in the pumpkin and then um then he comes it's the same kid he's in the attic which i love like it's just like he's finding like a treasure chest you know kind of like uh -huh. garfield halloween style of like look at all these costumes we have um <laughs> and he comes on the screen as a rabbit and he pulls out a, a carrot out of his bucket um <laughs> And then he comes back with a mustache and a cowboy hat and it's full of like like candy, but they're like gold wrappers, so probably like chocolates, but he's like, um, you know, that's where I put me gold. I, I don't know. <laughs> uh, gold and mint pumpkin partner, that's what he says. Um 
And that mustache is epic. It's like <laughs> John Oates size mustache. <laughs> it's just phenomenal. Who's uh, that? Well, oh, okay. Come on. Is he related to Holodotes? <laughs> yes, that's his brother. <laughs> But anyway, I thought this commercial was super cool and sweet and just very heartwarming. And I don't have any nostalgia tied to this Xerox commercial because I was one when it came out. Um, Or two, 1986, whatever. Uh, Yeah, about a year old. Almost two, almost two. Uh, But anyway, I just, I love that. I love this commercial. And, And what I love about it too is it's like, I've talked about this before, I think. That might be my new catchphrase. I've talked about this before. (laughs) <laughs> uh but i love halloween during the day you know what i mean like it, it doesn't always have to be the dark spooky night to be halloween like i love when the sun's out and you know even daytime trick-or-treating is kind of fun like i just i love yeah. like you know just kind of like the seeing everything spooky but like contrasted with the day the daytime yeah well, like, I'm looking at the faces, and I'm looking at the ones that I have. There must have been several different iterations of these, because yes. I can see that, um, like, Mick Boo obviously maybe turned into the ghost. Mm-hmm. Mick Pumpkin stayed the pumpkin, at least for the one that I have. And then Mick Goblin... But I see McGoblin in another promo image. Like, the McGoblin one is not the pumpkin that I have. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, I I don't know how many years they did just the pumpkin with multiple faces. But then eventually they did, you know, the witch and ghost and pumpkin. And I know that pumpkin design with the witch and the ghost were different. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, I bet if you just randomly went on eBay and tried to look them up, you're going to get all sorts of pumpkin faces. Yeah, I bet so. But I, um, I'm really hoping these pails for this year is a thing. I, I hope that's not just, you know, internet rumor gossip. Like, we, we need it. We really need it. I need it. I feel like there's been too much physical, like, photographical evidence that I feel like it has to happen. Yeah. I mean, just seeing the, the designs and how different they could be. I mean, like, I, I don't think someone would go to that much trouble to just fake it. Yeah. Although somebody did that for Ecto Cooler one year, and like they've made some pretty convincing um, promo images. Yeah, I heard that person's dead. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's <laughs> oh, funny. Um, I well, slight tangent, but have you seen the current? There's an adult Happy Meal. Have you purchased this yet? Yeah, somebody sent me that a link to that at work, and uh, I had not heard about it. I I don't. I learned know about I, it yesterday. I don't know if I'm interested in it because they look kind of weird. Yeah, it looks uh, like look. basically an acid trip with yeah. Grimace and Birdie and another character. It's like what they did with the monster cereal this year. Like, yeah. they look the same, but when you get up close, they're drawn different. I'm like, why? Why you got to yeah. partner with somebody? I don't care about whoever this is. Yeah, I, I mean, don't know who it is. Most people, do, you have to kind of be into the street art culture to know who Cause is, um, K-A-W-S. Um, and I like his work. I've, I've followed him on Instagram for years. Like, he's um, he's very 
like he's a street artist an urban artist that type of thing like it's very he he has this statue that he'll have put in like different countries across the world of like his character that has kind of like this unique look to it that the serial monsters have and like he does installation art i mean it's he's very cool like the art style is very cool i just like what does it have to do with my monster serial yeah i don't need anything just the monster serial and please bring back yummy mummy please bring back yummy mummy (laughs) Like, I appreciate it that from far away, it looks normal. Yeah. I just, I, just, I don't know. I don't understand. I'm, I've that. kept the boxes, though. That's how much I love. Uh, <laughs> I'm just like, well, it's a variation. I'm keeping it. <laughs> okay. I have to ask you this quick question about since we're, since we're on the topic. My kids, Colt specifically, loves combining all four cereals. Disgusting. At the same time. I was going to get your take on that. <laughs> uh, well, Okay. The chocolate has no place being mixed in with the blueberry and the orange cereal. You know what I mean? Like, like it, mm-hmm. I, I've said it before. <laughs> There's my catchphrase. Um, <laughs> I think Count Chocula and Frankenberry mixed is a treat. It is an absolute uh-huh. delight. It's like having chocolate dipped strawberries. It's so yummy. Uh-huh. But I wouldn't mix Count Chocula and Blueberry, Blueberry together, or Count Chocula and Fruit Brew. I mean, that's just that's too contradicting. Like it's just yeah, not on the I same. I don't know. He's a weird kid. I mean, I, I I'd be willing to try it, but I'm also not willing to open up all four boxes and then like have some of it go stale later if, if I don't get yeah. to it. I like to sit with the flavor. So I've gone through. Uh, my Count Chocula already, and my Frankenberry, and I enjoyed them. So, have I've you got... seen them individually anywhere? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I have two at Target. Yeah, and I'm probably gonna buy some more fruit brew to be honest, because yeah. it's might like, as you... well. You never know when that's coming back. Well, yeah, never. You never know. <laughs> probably. All right. Well, um, hit me. Hit me up with your last commercial. Okay. This commercial is from 1979. Here's a good idea for Halloween, Wrigley's gum. My kids love it, and it's the treat I approve of. That's because I know Wrigley's spearmint, double mint, juicy fruit, or big red gum is a wholesome treat for kids. It won't spoil their appetites. Each stick is neatly wrapped, ready to hand out, and there's great value in a variety of package sizes. I like this new 50-stick bag. Wrigley's gum is the best idea for Halloween. Get the wholesome Halloween treat kids love, Wrigley's gum. Oh my god. So the first thing that I love about this is just how hard they are trying to sell Wrigley's gum. <laughs> I was like, how hot this mom is. Because she is. <laughs> she, she yeah, is sorry. Besides the, besides the hot mom, she is very. <laughs> I was going to get to that. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, just how hard they're trying to sell Wrigley's gum. <laughs> As like this is the this is the cool option, but yeah. I love the idyllicness of this spot of how everything is so perfect. The mom is perfect. She she Absolutely. is literally perfect. <laughs> I just, <laughs> I, I'm not I'm, I'm not even joking. I'm just so honest right now. Have I'm, you ever seen this one before? No. Okay. okay. Here here is what's hilarious about this. It's 1979. And I think America is still trying to figure out how Halloween works. And so they're just trying things like, hey, how about we just hand out individually wrapped sticks of gum? You know, the kind that grandma keeps in her purse. Let's just put it. Let's just hand it out to all these kids. I'm sure they'll be real excited to get a piece of spearmint 
Wrigley's or Juicy Fruit or Red Hot, whatever. It is hilarious. This house is getting egged tonight, unfortunately. <laughs> How old do you think this mom is? Like, Oh, she's got to be like 29. 29? Yeah, I, I think so. But like the sweater with uh-huh. the, the button-up shirt underneath and the collar and the and the wrist collar, like all, I mean, it's such a great outfit. The hair's feathered. Like, she looks like she could be in Charlie's Angels. Absolutely. Um, yeah. So I, I was just, trying to look up wow. to see if there was, like, an economic recession around this time. Oh, no. Why are to... you making fun of Halloween? It's like, this is all we had was bubblegum. <laughs> well, see, or that's why I was gum, trying to see if they were gum. trying to sell it as, like, the cheap option. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, no, I, I didn't see that. There was one in 1980, and then there was one in 1975, but it didn't seem like there was one happening uh, when this commercial was airing. Um, but I just, I love how, so like I, I, I love and hate commercials like this because that's how I want and expect my life to be yes. in real life. Like oh I want gosh. everything to be perfect. Yep. I want my kids to be well-behaved. I want a dad and these excited kids up at the, up at the, at the door when I open the door to give them candy. Nothing is ever like this. No, no. And ever. as much as you want it to be and as much as you try it to be, it will never, ever be like this. Yeah. I mean, I'm. this is so perfect. I mean, the house is beautiful. Um, yeah. uh, the, the mom is with the, the 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 tray of gum so beautifully laid out uh mm-hmm. there's a jack like a pumpkin on the table the background the kids are coming down in their costumes you know they're just yep. like oh, ready to go trick-or-treating mom and yep. you know that and then there's these beautiful paper cut cheapo decorations in the background of a ghost and you know yep. a pumpkin and a skeleton and then the you know like you said when they open the door like the dad is all excited. I mean, like, no, no, yeah. no. The parents, I know, we're standing in the back, like, don't talk to me. Just go, <laughs> let my give my kid the candy. Let's go. You know, my and my daughter's kind of like, what do I say? It's like a trick or treat. That's what you say. You know, <laughs> it's it's, Merry it's just, Christmas. <laughs> it's like it's never this way. This is the most perfect commercial I've ever seen. And like, just what the mom is wearing, it's like. What if um, she's like a stay-at-home mom, but she gets this dressed up every day? Yeah, like this. I, I'm this not, is this. I mean, yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm not a stay-at-home dad, but I work from home. I'm wearing like well today. I've got to go somewhere, so I'm wearing a polo and some nice pants or nice shorts. But on a normal day, I'm Never. wearing a, a shirt, a t-shirt with maybe some holes in it, and yeah. some gym shorts or mm-hmm. sweat shorts. Yep. And I do not look like this. No. No. No, I want to. I want to look like this lady. <laughs> I did. I did too. I want you to also. That would be awesome. I want feathered, flowing <laughs> hair like that. <laughs> I know. I mean, you know, maybe she, she, she probably wore this all day, but you know, maybe she did. Just like, hey, I got to get ready. I'm gonna be passing out candy tonight. You know, I don't yeah. want to. I don't want to be caught in my, in, in in my in my gym clothes. But <laughs> let's be honest, we all just wear our gym clothes. <laughs> And we don't go to yeah. the gym. That's the ironic part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, for uh-huh. men, it's like gym shorts and t-shirt. Women, it's yoga pants and, yep. you know, t-shirt tube tops. <laughs> 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 oh, my gosh. Mike, that was a treat. Thank you so much for You're welcome. finding that one. The, the, so, like, I saw that one in a compilation video. And it was a much more high res version, so I would go seek that out. If I you need want to, look to. At the mom some more. I thank you. I appreciate You're that. 
<laughs> oh man, well this was a lot of fun. I think putting on the Halloween costumes as our former selves and former show is a great idea. I'm super stoked about all the other things we're going to talk about. Um, but yeah, man, this is our month. This is our time. Let's. I hope everyone out there has a great time. Put up some Halloween decorations. Uh, get some Wrigley's gum. Alright, maybe swing through McDonald's, get that weird-ass, grown-up Happy Meal, I don't know. Do what you gotta do. <laughs> uh, but just do it with the fact that this is October, and this is a great time to be alive. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait to do our next update and hopefully be able to talk about pumpkin pails. Oh man, I can't wait. It's gonna be fun. We'll have a new episode to you next week, don't you worry, we're gonna, we've got four episodes this month, we're committed to it. Yep, every Friday every friday check it out it's happening baby um <laughs> all right well until next time we'll see you else see, well, see you gotta so, well, you gotta do you gotta take us out like a like we're actually scary movie ice cream um yeah we'll see you next time or else you're gonna get it bitch is that how i did it that's how i did yeah it. okay <laughs> later later